Hello everyone, this is Brandon, and welcome to a special episode of Brands Tech. Today I am pleasured to have Miss Mary Sandy from the Virginia Space Grant Consortium, and we're able to do a little special interview today. Stay tuned for that in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone is doing well and staying safe today. So today I have the pleasure of speaking to Miss Mary Sandy from the Virginia Space Grant Consortium. Welcome, and I'm so glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here, Brandon. So the way that I always start off my interviews is by, first of all, asking, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so... Before we go ahead and get started, are you actually able to tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, well, I'm the director of the Virginia Space Grant Consortium, and that is an organization that's a, uh, a consortium of NASA centers here in Virginia, Virginia universities, the state educational a- agencies, uh, the Virginia Air and Space Science Center, uh, the Science Museum of Virginia, and other organizations that are very interested in STEM education, workforce development, and research. And uh, we are part of NASA's uh, Space Grant Program. There is a Space Grant Program in every state. It's a consortium, sort of similar to ours, and we all have that same mission of STEM education, workforce development, and research using the really exciting work that NASA does as a, as a source of inspiration and uh, a topical focus for our programs. Well, that is really great to hear. And so getting started with this interview, so I know that you know, we had mentioned before that you are the director of you know, Virginia Space Grant. And so first of all, how has that experience been for you being a space, you know, the director of the space grant and how long have you been in this position well a very long time uh, as a matter of fact i left a position at nasa to take this job in 1990 so i have been in this job a little over 30 years and it's been a very fun and very creative job where we've been able to uh, plan programs get partners together find resources and do things that we think are very interesting and worthwhile and that have a true impact on students and on faculty. Well, that is really great to hear. And so for those of you, for those listening who may not be fully aware of the the space grants, are you able to tell us a little background about how the space grants really, really started and and some of the programs that are offered as well. Okay. Uh, well, the program came about actually by, it was established by Congress in 1988. And they uh, looked at the land grant program, which worked with colleges around the state starting in the uh, mid 1800s, actually. Uh, the idea was to get money down into the states to really work in that case, agricultural uh, issues, agricultural science, agricultural needs. And then also later the Sea Grant program was established 
uh, with the goal of getting uh, funding to the states to to work issues around uh, uh, oceans, the seas, the rivers, water, etc. So Senator Lloyd Benson in 1988 led this bill to establish the space grant program. And the goal there was to get seed money to universities and partners in the state to really improve STEM education and research with NASA as the impetus. So that's that's how the program got started. And we were first designated as a space grant program in 1989. And I became the first full-time director here in 1990. So what's been really fun for me is that it, it was a brand new program that could be created from the ground up pretty much. So, and that, that's been a lot of fun. Um, getting the right people and staff together, the really good creative talent to make these programs that we do happen. And you ask about programs and we do a really wide range of programs here. Uh, at the higher education level, we get scholarships, significant scholarships and fellowships uh, to students. Uh, our scholarships and fellowships typically have students doing research of interest to NASA. And then we also give community college scholarships and uh, what we call bridge scholarships, which help students and their sophomore and junior years just bridge into uh, STEM uh, career studies and uh, doing actual research as well. And then another big piece for us is internships because we really believe that experiential learning is the best kind of learning. And so we've placed about 6,000 students in paid internships at NASA centers and with industry. And then we currently have a a very vibrant program where we're placing students at about over 240 companies in Virginia who are STEM majors at uh, Virginia universities or for Virginia residents who may be studi studying at a college uh, out of state. And the other uh, big higher ed kind of program we do is student uh, research, flight and design projects. Uh, one of our big projects recently was uh, to work with the team across four universities to design three CubeSats and um, the payloads for them that uh, actually flew in space and was released from the International Space Station. But we do many flight uh, design projects, just many kinds of activities like that so students can do real world missions. At the pre-college level, we had a, have a lot of programs. And Brandon, I know you're familiar with those because you've participated in many of them. But for rising eighth and ninth graders, we have our BLAST program, which uh, gives students the experience of being on a college campus uh, in, in, and staying in the dorms and doing three days of really immersive STEM activities. And more than that, it gives them an opportunity to learn more about themselves. They learn more about their skills and interests and how those might fit with careers. And they also get exposed to a lot of demonstrations and to the opportunity to talk with undergraduate students about, you know, where they are in their studies and their career plans. So that's been a really successful program that's involved uh, many, several thousand students so far. Um, and then for 10th graders, we have the Virginia Space Coast Scholars, and that is a program where students take a course online. Uh, it's 
not a full, full course, it's several uh, interactive modules. And if they do well with that, they're invited to a one-week residential summer academy at NASA Wallops Flight Facility on Virginia's Eastern Shore. And there they have a chance to really look at all the kinds of missions and activities that NASA Wallops supports, uh, from rocketry to ballooning to airborne instruments. And then in that program, they design their own mission and they're helped by NASA mentors to do that. And then they defend that mission to NASA professionals. So it's a really rich and immersive week. And for juniors and seniors, we have the uh, two programs that we do with NASA Langley. And Brandon, I know you're going to want to comment on those as well. But the first is the Virginia Aerospace Science and Technology Scholars. And that is an online course followed by a residential summer academy at NASA Langley. And that program really focuses on an exploration theme. It's probably a little heavier on the engineering side, though there's science as well. And students at the Summer Academy work with NASA mentors and they design a human mission to Mars. They not only design it, they present it and defend it at a, a mission review panel to a, a panel of experts. So uh, that's a very exciting program for which students earn five dual enrollment college credits. And our other program that we do with NASA Langley for high school students is the Virginia Earth System Science Scholars Program, in which you've just been very involved as an intern, uh, Brandon. And for that program, we're looking at Earth as a system of systems, and we're able to use the really exciting work of NASA in uh, doing Earth remote sensing and uh, studying about the Earth and all of its systems. And the students in that program pick a topic that's been identified by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine that, that focuses on Earth, Earth science. What are, the, what are the questions that we need to answer scientifically? And they work to design a mission to do just that. Again, working with NASA industry and academic mentors uh, to do that. Um, and they defend their mission also to a panel of experts. So that's a one week residential, very immersive experience. And again, students earn five dual enrollment college credits uh, for that program. And I guess the last pre-college program I'll mention is our Pathways Flight Academies. And for that program, which is designed for students who are interested in becoming a commercial pilot. And there's a huge demand and need uh, for uh, commercial pilots. They get a, a flight academy in which they get 10 hours of flight training, plus their ground school and the, and the potential to solo. So it's, it's, a, it's a start for them uh, in getting those flight hours they need uh, to build towards uh, the pilot licenses that they need. So that's kind of, that's a lot all, all at once, but that's kind of a big overview of some of our programs. Well, that is really great to hear that you have so many yeah, amazing programs that yeah, are for, from all different age level, yeah, aging, yeah, education levels. And so, and so before I comment on some of the programs that I was involved in, as you mentioned, what has been, I think, your, fav your favorite experiences or what you've learned from the most after, you know, 
seeing all these programs that they've grown and developed and and even you know were first created actually since you know you you are the first and the first and current director of the space grant well for me it's been it's been just such a rewarding experience to be able to offer programs that that we know make a difference and that we hear from the students make a difference and also from external evaluations typically it's 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 wonderful to watch at these summer academies for example we see the students come in and they're a little uncertain and maybe they're shy and um but we watch them just really get immersed in in these activities and see that hey i can really do this and um they um they gain confidence they learn a lot but I, in, in addition to the knowledge they gain, they get a lot of what are sometimes called the soft skills. They learn about how you work in a team, and that's a big, big lesson to learn to be part of the team and to be an effective part of a team. The, they learn how to communicate, how to do presentations, um, how to you know improve their problem-solving skills, all these basic skills that are really important uh, for success. And we often say that we see students find their voice that week. Sometimes these really shy students, how often they up being, end up being the ones who are presenting at, at our closing ceremony program because they've just gained that confidence to, to see that, that, you know, they have something to offer and, uh, and they can speak and they can, you know, uh, do well. So that is, that, that and, the, and we see students start to see what is possible for them in terms of their careers and what they might do and where their skills and interests might take them. Uh, I mean, I, I always love to tell students how important it is to find your passion and what you love to do and then find a way to do it. Uh, because when you love what you do, it, it really is true. Um, they say you never work a day in your life. Actually, what you do is you really enjoy your work and you enjoy coming to work each day and you enjoy being able to be in a position to really, you know, use those skills to contribute. Um, so um, that I think has been a very heartwarming thing for me to be able to see the impact that these programs have on students and how often students tell us that these programs have made a real difference for them in terms of, all those skills I just talked about, the confidence building, et cetera, and really starting to see some interesting uh, career options. And I guess we've been doing these programs long enough now. For example, the Virginia Aerospace Science and Technology Scholars Program started in 2007. So we have many students who have gone on through uh, who've completed their STEM degrees and have gone on to STEM careers and uh, about 95% of the students who go through the uh, Virginia Aerospace Science and Technology Scholars Program stay in STEM majors, and about 92% go on to STEM careers. And so it's always very interesting to see the choices that the, the scholars make and uh, the careers that they've pursued and how many of them come back to help out because it was such a good experience for them to be in one of these programs. Well, I'm really glad to hear that yeah, so many of them really enjoy these programs and yeah, and wish to really come back because that is really a great part of yeah, about 
the world of education that you know you learn from from people and then you come back to teach it to others i think that's always really great to hear well i think the audience would like to hear about some of your experiences in these programs if you're willing to share oh yeah absolutely so for me and i spoke about this a little bit on some other episodes too but some of my experiences with the with the space grant programs and i'll actually start off with the with the virginia earth system science scholars program ever known as VES. that one i was a former student in last year and a pre and just recently an intern for that program as well and so i really honestly really enjoyed that program all around you know from day one of the online course as miss sandy just mentioned to yeah, you know, to the last day at the yeah summer academy interning um just yeah as of the time of recording this just essentially a week ago if even and so for that program yeah it's really well especially for the summer academy it's a really immersive yeah experience to be able to as you just said be around all of these you know these students who you know have similar interests to me or at least interest in the same sort of subject. We all had went through the same experience of being in the online VEST course for the course of December through April and, you know, learning all of these, yeah, this interesting information. The course, yeah, the course yeah. content, all the activities yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the lab, you know, doing the virtual, you know, the virtual lab activity, doing all of the essays and, and everything. And the whole experience, you know, we had all shared that. And we also had the added bonus of all being in a global pandemic at the time. But, but you know, to go to the um, virtual summer academy as, you know, due to the pandemic, because normally it would be, you know, in-person immersive experience. But even though we had a virtual experience, it was still, honestly, at least for me, one of the the best experiences that I had have had in education in a really long time. Like throughout, you know, throughout the whole week, it's actually really hard to actually believe it's only a week because we go in there and meet our teammates, meet our our intern and master teacher. And, you know, it's like, we're essentially just meeting each other. But by the end of the seven days, it's like, we we all know each other really well we all know our strengths and weaknesses and what we would like to improve on and you know throughout the week we as you just said we meet so many you know different mentors and and professionals you know whether they are like you said educational professionals such as maybe those who've went you know through the program and are now back helping or maybe even people who are just familiar with the course or even people who you know, they've spent the, most of their lives, you know, devoted to, you know, to this. And and we also had amazing guest speakers as well, to include, but not limited to Dr. Christine Darden, one of the uh, NASA hidden figures. It's always an honor being able to speak to her. All three times I've heard her presentation, I actually got to ask her the last question before she got to go. So that that was really a great experience for me all around. And so... Yeah, I really am glad that I had the opportunity to not just be a student, but come back as an intern and hopefully to do so again next year and the years to come as well. That's great. And didn't you also do the, you did another program with us, didn't you? 
Yes, I did the BLAST program. That's what I thought. Yeah, I did the BLAST program, yeah, in 2016. And what, what grade were you in then? I was, at that time, I was going into the ninth grade. Great. And what was that experience like for you? So for me, that experience was you know, really great and, you know, and very, you know, not just very immersive, but, you know, yeah, especially having that in-person yeah, aspect as well. Like being able to be on a college campus at the time, not even having started high school, like that, that to me was a really, yeah, a really great experience. And even though it was only half a week, it really helped me, you know, sort of see myself yeah, in college and see what I am interested in what, and what I'm not interested in. And, you know, and really all around, like sort of also gain a little, yeah, independence as well and be able to think on my own as well, because it's like, yeah, I think a, a difference between doing something, you know, like at, you know, like at school, at least school in terms of, you know, pre-college and, yeah, and being like in the environment, being in the dorms is that, yeah, it's like the only one really there besides the people you meet is yourself. And so it's not like, it's not like in middle school, you know, or high school where it's just like, okay, well, I can just go back home, ask my parents and yeah, and we can try to figure this out. It's like, you're, it's really up to you to try to figure, you know, figure it out. And so I think for me, cause I hadn't really had that experience of doing much else outside of my house. It was just really a, you know, great experience. And I loved every, yeah, every bit of it. In fact, it helped, helped me with some college decisions down the line and is one of the reasons why I was so interested in hearing more about the space grant as well. Thinking, you know, years down the, down the line about, hey, I really enjoyed this program. Let's see whatever type of programs they offer. Do they offer anything for 11th, 12th grade? And so it was great to see that of course, you know, the space grant does and even for, you know, numerous programs for down the line as well, you know, depending on, you know, your major and what you're studying, of course, but, but it's overall like had been a really great experience. And yeah, I've just always been really thankful to the space grant, you know, for everything that you all have done in terms of, you know, helping people, you know, not just learn about STEM, and other related fields, but also learn about themselves and learn about helping others, working with others. And I've always been very thankful for that. And thank you um, once again for you know, all of these opportunities that you and everyone else at the Space Grant have really offered. Well, it's, it's certainly our pleasure to do so. One thing I do wanna be sure to note is that all of our programs are free of charge. So I wanna encourage uh, students who are listening <laughs> to apply and uh, you know, if you're selected for the program, uh, we, we never charge because it's really important to us that money not be a factor for uh, participation. And uh, the other thing is our programs are truly statewide. We have students from all over uh, the Commonwealth and that's very important to us that we give students opportunities from areas where they may not have the kind of opportunities that sometimes more urban areas have uh, to do these kinds of programs. So um, I just really encourage uh, anyone who's listening, be it 
K-12 or, uh, you know, higher ed to really look into our opportunities and um, see what might interest you and apply. Yeah, absolutely. And, and since we do have some time, are you actually able to take a few minutes to tell us a little bit of your the career that you had at NASA prior to the Space Grant? Oh, sure. Um, before, before, maybe I should start with my very first career, which was as a, uh, an educator. I was a high school educator and I taught English, English as a foreign language and Spanish. That was what I studied in school. And, uh, you know, um, when, when I came through high school, which was a long time ago, it was a different world and we were counseled differently and girls were encouraged to be teachers or nurses or more administrative, you know, secretarial. It was, even though I had very high SAT scores in math, for example, there was never that encouragement. And, you know, it was a different time. And I'm glad to say that things have really changed. But I taught uh, high school for a while. And then I went to work for a NASA contractor where I did something I just absolutely found I loved, which was public affairs work which, uh, and I worked for NASA Langley's Visitor Center. And I just, I really loved doing that. It was about marketing. It was about communication. It was about creating programs as well. And from there, I was hired by NASA to do uh, public affairs work as what was called a public affairs specialist. And then I moved into a management position with NASA and I headed its uh, Office of Public Services and from there, I was, uh, th and that program did all of the outreach, all of the K to 12 educational programming uh, for the center's five state region. Uh, it did uh, protocol, it did uh, teacher resource centers. It just did a whole wide range of outreach activities. And from there, I was selected to be part of a very special program at NASA headquarters called NASA's Professional Development Program. So I was at NASA headquarters uh, for two years, and I worked uh, as the public affairs specialist for aeronautics and space technology. So I was the uh, person who handled all of the public affairs pieces for aeronautics and space technology. And of course, that was very, very interesting, and, and I enjoyed it very much. And then this opportunity came open for the brand new space grant program. And one of my colleagues at NASA called me and said, this program has your name all over it. You should apply for it. It, it just really looks like you. And she was very right. I'll always be grateful to her for, for that. So this job combines, uh, I went on to get a master's in public administration uh, while I was uh still working actually while i was still teaching i got my master's in public administration so this job lets me use my administration skills my business skills as well as my communications and education it kind of pulls it all together and it helps me do what i love to do which is pulling people and resources together to create programs and to do good things that's the way i think of it but um that gives me a lot of satisfaction so that's kind of, and I have been doing this last job for 30 years, but it changes. It's constantly evolving and growing and interesting and dynamic. So um, that's been very satisfying. That is really great to hear. And it's really interesting to hear also how 
you know, how you said that with this current position that you've almost come, you know, full circle in everything that you've done in your career thus far and bringing it all together for this. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, I really love what I do. So, so it'll be hard when the day comes to retire because I really like doing what I do. Yeah, that is really great to hear, especially that, you know, you're very passionate about, yeah, everything that you do, all of the programs that are offered and, and everything that is associated with it as well. And so what has been one of the greatest lessons that you've gotten throughout your, you know, your entire career? Well, just some basic, I guess, precepts that I've learned over time. I mentioned the important of, importance of teamwork. And I guess that comes with understanding how important it is to respect everything, all, all the people, you know, that you deal with and the members of your team and what they contribute and bring. So I think, I think that whole teamwork piece, and for me, because we do a lot of partnerships, understanding what partnerships are really about that when you do partnerships, everyone has to benefit. It has to be, you know, rewarding for everyone involved. And you can really that way when you do partnerships, everybody can bring their best or what they can contribute to, to the partnership. Um, I think those are two kind of big, big things that I've learned over the years and, uh, and how to pick really good people to work on your team to do the jobs that need to be done and then to let them do those jobs, you know, and do my role, which is more the big picture, helping to shape things, making sure the money is there, putting the support there to make them happen. Those are some definite great lessons that, you know, that you've learned. And so, yeah, I know that you mentioned a little bit earlier about how there is, I believe, 52 space grants, you know, space grants around right. The United States to include Washington D.C. and Puerto Rico, I believe. That's correct. And um, every state has a program, and every program is different. Their mission may be the same, but the programs are all funded in part also by the state and by other entities because there's a matching component to the money that comes from NASA. So we're really kind of what I consider like the nexus of of state priorities and interest around STEM and STEM education and workforce development and national priorities as well. So we use the seed money that we get in our state and then combine it with other funds we get from other sources to do this, uh, you know, range of programs. So whatever state someone may be in, they should, uh, if they're a STEM major or they have an interest in STEM, they should uh, Google the space grant program in their state and kind of learn about what is offered there. I will say that we do have a very active program in Virginia. We probably have one of the most active programs in the nation. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question of what do you believe, you know, makes the Virginia Space Grant Consortium really stand out, you know, against the others? I think it's our approach. And I think the people who originally created this just did a really uh, good organizational model for making these things happen. We have a board of directors that con is consists of the presidents of our five space grant universities and um, CEOs and leads of other organizations. So they're at a level to be really helpful to us in making things happen. 
And then we have a very active advisory council, which consists of our member institutions and uh, people from different departments and uh, colleges within those institutions. And they really bring a lot to our planning and, and to how things are implemented on the various campuses. So we're very fortunate to have a lot of wonderful partners that we work with, and we've created a lot of strong partnerships as well. I definitely agree that even after having done some research prior to you know, this interview, that I, I really do believe the Virginia Space Grant you know, is really something special and unique, especially even in comparison with some of the other ones as well. I mean, just with the amount of programs offered and the wide variety of, you know, of the education levels that people can be in because it's not just the eighth graders it's not just the college level but everything in between as well and so yeah once again really thank you for everything that you have have done to be a part of this and especially your team as well i have a great team yeah and we have wonderful partners if i could just do one example, the uh, Virginia Earth System Science Scholars Program that, you, that you've participated in as both a, a scholar and, and an intern. What a partnership that is. NASA Langley and its Science Mission Directorate and all the great projects that they undertake to understand the Earth and its systems. Funding from the Commonwealth of Virginia that helps to make that happen. All of the mentors uh, that volunteer their time from uh, NASA, from industry, uh, Hampton University's Center for Atmospheric Research has played a big role in that uh, program by uh, providing mentors for students. So I think that's an example of all those partnerships. And, and then we do also have uh, a few contributions from industry and organizations that help with that. So all of those, all of that comes together along with the master teachers who work with the students, the interns, my uh, uh, staff and team members who really put the program on and make it happen. So it, sometimes I, I was thinking at the end of our closing ceremony last week for that program, it really does take a village, but it works. So that's good. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and you know, really, before I actually, before we begin to go ahead and close out, I did also want to congratulate you for, in 2020, being awarded by the Space Grant Foundation with the Lifetime Service Award. Yeah, that was, that was very special. It's always nice to, when you, your peers, you know, your colleagues um, recognize you. That was very, that was very special to me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so is there and so in closing, is there really anything else that you would like to say to either me, the audience, any questions or anything else that you would like to to leave us with? No, I think we pretty well covered it. I just hope this has helped people understand a little bit more about the kinds of programs we offer. And uh, again, I would encourage them to look into our programs and see what might be of interest to them. And our staff is always willing to talk to anyone and answer questions. Well, that has been really great to hear. And before you and before you go, are you actually able to tell us where where those listening at home are able to find out more about um, the Virginia Space Grant Consortium? Okay, we're at www.vsgc.odu.edu. 
and that's the website that really has everything. It includes all of our uh, phone numbers and contact information. So um, take a look, explore, and uh, see what might interest you. Well, thank you so much, Miss Sandy, for taking your time out for being on my podcast. And and as I said before, thank you so much as well for all the opportunities that you have given to the couple of thousand students, if not more, that you have yeah, helped with either directly or indirectly over your 31, um, 31-ish years of being the director of the Virginia Space Grant Consortium. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, Brandon. Absolutely. And, and actually, out of curiosity, do you actually happen to know how many students have been through the Space Grant program? Oh, my, my goodness. Um, well, about 6,000 interns, and then uh, our other programs, it's, I bet you it's probably twelve to 15,000 at least that we've impacted. Wow, that is really just a testament to, to really all of the hard work that you've done. Thank you once again for everything. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you later.